You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Time to talk uh, supercars and one young man that we're... Well, it took a hell of a shunt at the uh, the bend, and that's Castro Mustang driver Thomas Randall, who joins us right now. His mobile says he's from Australia, but I believe you're actually in, in the country right now, aren't you, Thomas? <laughs> that is correct. Uh, yeah, thanks Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, just trying to get in your uh, your time zone, actually. You know, a couple of hours, hours ahead. <laughs> I hopefully get a good sleep tonight if I can. Mate, that's the weakest excuse I've ever heard. It's only three. You, you don't need to get in the time zone for three hours. What are you doing in this country? Two, two hours, Stephen. Two, no, two. two hours. Come on. <laughs> two, yeah. <laughs> Why are Come you here, on, buddy? Yeah. I'm lost. I'm, I'm clearly lost. <laughs> no, I'm actually... Uh, I've, uh, <laughs> I'm doing, uh, just doing a bit of recon at uh, one of your circuits for a, an upcoming Sneaky race recon. Are, are you allowed to do that? Yeah, are, you? are you allowed to do a recon? You're, allowed, you're not allowed to drive at the Pukekoe? Yeah. Oh, Pukekoe is? Yeah. Oh, you allowed to do that? That's it. Yeah, yeah it's not allowed to be in a supercar. It's uh, going to be in a Toyota 86, I believe. So, so this is your first ever look at the track? Correct, yeah. I've done... Pretty much every other track in New Zealand when I, back when I did the Toyota Racing Series. But, uh, yeah, never got to experience Pukekohe. So it's pretty much similar to Sandown. goes around a horse track, but I guess this is uh, clockwise. So, yeah, should be, should be good. Looking forward to it. Oh, so you haven't actually been out the tr- on the track yet? No, not yet, no. So I just yeah, got in tonight. Yeah, so we're out on track tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, Murph, tell him what he can expect, please. Well, I think he's probably watched a few videos and he's probably spoken to a few <laughs> blokes and and um, uh, but he can expect he can expect enjoyment. He can expect a, a racetrack that uh, that I'm sure he's heard a lot about and, and I'm sure he's looking you know very you know very much forward to having a race on. But you know he's going to experience see it tomorrow for the first time. Although an '86 will not do it justice, but at least he'll know where all the bumps are when he arrives here in a in a couple of weeks' time. Does that will that do? Will that do? Will that do for an explanation, Thomas? I think that's. I think he's pretty much summed it up. Yeah, I mean, if anyone knows the track pretty well, it's probably it's probably Greg. So, uh, no, appreciate the the tips and yeah, I think the main thing will be the the bumps and as you said, the the, the car exactly will not be a good representation, but it'll just be nice knowing where it all goes for them because it's very limited the track time you get in supercars. You know, I mean, I think I think the format will be that we'll get one practice session on the Friday. So it'd just be nice to, at least when I go out there, I already know where it goes and we can just get, you know, cracking straight into the program. Hey, mate, um, I've seen you a couple of messages over the last uh, little while. I was, mate, I was super impressed um, with with how you moved on and, and uh, regrouped after, you know, what, what was a, a terrifying you know, viewing of a, of a, of a big crash at, at the bend uh, a few weeks ago. I mean, um, 
tell us about the challenge around, uh, you know, getting through that. How sore were you? What kind of injuries or what did you have to recover from? Um, but, you, you know, you, you got back on the horse again so quickly. Yeah, I guess that's the biggest thing, isn't it? Trying to get back on the horse uh, after something like that. I mean, you know what it's like when you when you go through a, you know, I guess a pretty pretty large moment in your, in your career, especially something like that. Like we're on the front row, and you know, I guess it all turned pretty pear shaped. And uh, I mean, first of all, glad that both Andre and I were okay because it, you know it could have been so much worse, but still, it was quite a quite an impact. And I mean, I just remembered that that feeling of, you know, getting hit at like 38 Gs and the sound, like it was just so loud. And it took me a minute to just sort of work out what had happened. And I mean, you know, it's the last thing you want to do for, for everyone, for the team, your, your sponsors, the fans. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm there because I want to win races for the team and, and for everyone and, and get poles and podiums. And the last thing you want to do is essentially, you know, nearly write off a car and, and, and end it the way we did. So it, during that time, uh, yeah, I just wanted to sort of process it, you know, go and see the team, understand what happened, then just sort of move on from it. And there's really no better way to move on from it than getting back in the race car, as you kind of said. And, and yeah, practice one at Sandown was, yeah, going out there again. That was the first time I'd driven since the crash. And, it, I mean, it was only three weeks, but it, it kind of felt like an eternity. I just wanted to bloody get out there. And uh, it was just nice to get back out there and I thought all right yep okay this is what uh, this is what I know you know and then when I was lining up for the for the start on the Saturday it was just like all right let's just remember the process and, and get through it and uh yeah ended up getting a actually a pretty decent start so that was really good to put that out of my mind and, and we actually had a really solid weekend you know, I mean we got two top 10 finishes and uh that was really nice because I think the speed was there at tail and bend so like I said we qualified on the front row and yeah obviously didn't convert so um you know and in between that time i got to go over to the uk and and see uh, rob wilson as well so that was uh, you know fellow oh fellow kiwi like you boys and um yeah it was good to get over there and and now i'm looking forward to to the round here in a few weeks mate yeah busy very very busy time um i'm going to cover off your your a, a bit about um, your performances this year and, and some of the, the, the highlights shortly, but uh, let's just talk about Mr. Wilson. I mean, I uh, was fortunate that um, a few weeks ago, because he rang me, because he obviously lives in the UK, um, he rang me and, and, and guilted me into actually going to the New Zealand Motorsport Awards to pick up his Wall of Fame um, <laughs> uh, prize that, at the Motorsport Awards recently. And he is a, an amazing, amazing individual with a, an incredible set of skills um, and you um, have gone over and experienced some of that. Um, just uh, for those that wouldn't know, um, Rob Wilson is is a world class driver trainer, regarded maybe as maybe the best in the world, and and has a host, the most impressive list of of drivers that have been to him from the you know the best of the best F1 drivers, rally drivers, you name it, IndyCar drivers, world champions, all sorts of stuff. Um, and um, young Thomas was over there the other week. Just uh, tell us about the experience with him and what you what you sort of got out of it there, Tom. Well, first thing was he actually did mention that you were going to pick up that that award for him. So you were you were brought up in conversation. But uh, <laughs> it's funny. I mean, I, I went and saw him first. My first time was in 2019, and I mean, when you look at him, you know, he's he's uh, he, he's a chain smoker, and you know, he's as laid back as as, as anything, and. Uh, He's just got such a great personality to begin with, and you kind of don't really know what you're getting yourself into. And I think, um, I mean, you, you probably spend more time out at lunch 
than, than on the racetrack with him. But uh, what he teaches you is, is uh, you know, kind of just to set aside the data and, and stop sort of focusing on the squiggly lines and, and actually think about, mm. you know, my the driver's inputs, what, what I can actually do to, to manipulate and influence what the car does. And, uh, you know, that really comes from, yeah, my inputs, whether it's, the, my steering input, throttle application, brake application. And the, the main thing he goes on about is the rate at which we move our body and how, you know, you sort of preempt or you can introduce an input and how that actually affects what the car does. I mean, we were out, oh, you know, we, we drive in a road car and he has no idea what t- the tyre pressures are, what the tyres are on it, because it doesn't matter. It, it, it's more about how to, how to extract the speed out of this road car, which was just a Ford Puma uh, front-wheel drive thing. But um, it was interesting. I mean, there was at one point I did two laps the exact same time but driven completely different. You know, one way was really using the tyres, heating them up too much, and another way was a lot smoother and, and, and in a way that would suit more of like a race distance. So, yeah, I, I got a lot out of it. And, and uh, we, we had my engineer there as well. And I, to be honest, I think he probably got more out of it because... I'd already been and seen him before. It was more of a refresher for me, but for him, it was his first time. He was in the car with us, so he could actually feel that. And, you know, he's never driven a race car before. Um, yeah. So I, I feel like he got a lot out of it. And that's that's also a really good, you know, relationship-building exercise for us moving forward as well. That That is fascinating. That is, that is, I'm fascinated. Just a good old little Ford Puma and... And trying to make you a better driver because I, I noted in the article I read it was all about raw driving. I love that that idea of raw driving. Does it? Do you think it gives you a tenth or something like that when you get back in the car? That you hop back in the car, and go, I, I I know I'm going to do better here. I know how I can extract a little bit more. I mean, I, I guess it's really hard to quantify, you know, on, on the data because I guess it, you know, as I said, it, it's more about I guess the feel and you know some of it you actually can't really pick up on the data because I guess the data records at a certain frequency and, and, and these are just really sort of not microscopic but really small inputs that you're, you're putting into the car and it's, it's very hard to pick it up on the data. But as Greg would know, you know, you can actually feel that and, and it's hard to measure that feeling in, in data because, you know, it's obviously not measuring our bodies. It's just measuring, you know, your suspension, uh, damper, travel traces and, you know, wheel speed sensors, you know, G-force, all that kind of thing. It's not really measuring what we feel or it, it just can't. So I guess we can feel what, what feels good. And, uh, you know, it's, um, I think it's really going to help because I feel like my one lap speed is getting a lot stronger. It's just trying to work on how to sustain that over a race distance, you know, especially at a track that's really hard on tyres. You know, maybe somewhere like Bathurst might not be too bad or somewhere like the Grand Prix track in Melbourne. Uh, but that's a you know a, a surface where the tyres don't degrade, but tracks like probably like Pukekohe, Townsville, Sandown, those sorts of tracks, that that tyre management is just so key. Yeah, uh, it is, and it's and it is forever changing. Surfaces, um, you know, the way they they impact the tyres is is um, is very interesting, and and something that will um, you know that we're going to be constantly you know, working on for the, you know, doesn't matter how many times you've been to a racetrack, it's changing all the time. You've, you've got to keep evolving. Hey, listen, how would you, how would you rate um, uh, out of 10 your year so far based on not just because of results, but just the learning, um, how you've handled uh, the pressure. I mean, you've had some amazing 
um, performances, as you said, qualified in the front row at the bend. Um, you know, you've shown really good speed for a, you know, for really a for a rookie um, in the season. I mean, how do you how do you rate it? I guess on a yeah, it's a tough one because as you know, there's so many different ways that you can I guess come to a simple you know five out of ten or whatever. But I guess if I had to probably put a number, I'd probably say seven out of ten because. I think, yeah, I think that the I've shown flashes of speed earlier in the season, but I think now the last sort of two to three rounds that speed is really coming to fruition, which is great. But I mean, we've had five or six DNFs. We've had a couple of races where I've been a lap down after the first lap, so that's yeah. kind of really ruined any hope of you know being in the top half of the championship. And you know, there's there's a lot of those should would have could have stories as there always is, and um, I guess that's all part of the learning, isn't it? Because there's that your first year in, in the main series, it's um, there's not even just the on-track stuff that you've got to worry about. It's all the off-track stuff and trying to, I guess, uh, you know, focus on time management. That's such a big thing because, uh, you know, you want to focus on everything, but you don't want to focus on too much and trying to be calm for the session. It's really a big thing. So, yeah, I'd probably say, yeah, 7 out of 10 is, is you know, there's definitely room for improvement, but I think... Um, we're definitely showing good signs. That's a fair mark, and I think patience is, uh, you're, you're an incredibly patient man as well. Hey, Thomas, thanks for, for giving us your time. Uh, welcome to New Zealand. We'll probably say that again in a couple of weeks' time. And uh, have fun in your yeah. 86 tomorrow, mate, because it's not going to be like the big old V8 <laughs> banger. You'll be thrashing around there 9 through 11 of September. Yeah, no, thanks, guys. And as I say, Kia Ora. Oh, very good. Very no, good. no, they don't. No, they don't say that. They don't say it all. No, mate. They, it was a, no, but you you made the attempt. Uh, we, we'd yeah, like good try. Yeah, good kia, try. it's Kyoto, uh, but, but that but that may not be the right way too. But well oh, done, mate. I, no, no, well I, I done. Tried, I tried. Well, exactly. Well done, you. Thanks, Thomas.